Hi and welcome to another episode of the Getting Things Done podcast from GTD Nordic. I am Morten Rövik and I'm here with my friend and colleague Lars Rosin Henriksen as always. Hello Lars. Ho 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 Morten. Ho, ho. To be with you. <laughs> really looking forward to sharing our thoughts on today's topic which you may be able to guess from my greeting. Um, if you haven't listened to this podcast before, our goal for us is to help you learn or become even better GTDers so you can become more productive, get better overview of all of your commitments and be better at staying present with whatever you're engaged in, both at home and at work. And we really hope that you find these episodes valuable regardless of your experience with GTD and whether you are a seasoned GTDer or new to GTD, we have covered the basics in the first six episodes. So if you want to learn more about the five steps then we recommend you go back and listen to the first episodes of this podcast yes and today's episode is uh, have you gotten the, the working name preparing for christmas with gtd and some of the topics we will be covering today would be how do you do a really good weekly review at work and what's the value of that how can you use checklists to prepare for christmas how can you get your Christmas cards writing done in time if you do that? Um, buying Christmas presents with GTD and decorating at home. Have I forgotten something, Lars, or are we covered by this? No, I think that's at least some of the ones that we would want to to mention as we go through this. And um, I think overall, if we take a step back and look at the purpose of this this episode, it really is, you know, it's, it's a time of year where we perhaps even more appreciate the quiet mind so you can really enjoy the time with, with family and friends, uh, mm. enjoy the holidays. So hopefully some of the things that we talk about in this episode will, will help you with that. Exactly. And I, we, pre- when we have the pre-show before... This, we started recording, we talked a little about, and I said jokingly that you, you live a more, a more rich Christmas life than I do because <laughs> you have small children, you, you have uh, you know, a big family. Um, I have, you know, my son is growing up, growing up, and he lives with his mother, so there's a little um, uh, you know, interaction with, except, of course, presents we must buy. We don't get away from that, but but my um, I don't have a lot. I have some insights here, but this is kind of Lars' episode, I think, at least a uh, little in that direction. So, Lars, uh, where would you want to start today? <clears throat> well, I think maybe I will have more projects than you in this area, but I think as we also spoke about, some of the projects that you have will likely be more complicated or, or bigger projects, uh, but we'll we'll get to that in this episode. Um, I was thinking uh, maybe just to start off from a working perspective, because I think that's probably the, you know, the smaller part of this, but we wanted to mention this as well, because, you know, uh, obviously there will be, uh, there are often are, depending, of course, of what kind of work you do, but there is, there is often a lot of work that you uh, want to get done before Christmas. So one of the things that I like to do is really to have a um, maybe a bit of a special weekly review, a really good, thorough weekly review to really think things through before we before we or as we approach the, the Christmas uh, vacation time here in the in the Nordics, at least. Um, so really think things through, really have a realistic view of, of what you can expect to to get done before Christmas. Maybe some communication needs to be done, maybe 
some things need to be rescheduled for the new year. So really, I, th- I would invest some time in looking maybe a bit further into the calendar uh, and see what else might show up in the future. So you really have a good grasp of what what happens from a work perspective before we uh, before we get to to late December. Mm, exactly. And uh, how would you go about getting that set up? Would you do it only for work, or would you do it with your spouse, or a combination? Or well, both? for the for the for the work perspective, that would just be would just be me. And really, <clears throat> I'm thinking, you know, thinking. Uh, we always think projects through, but really thinking them through from the perspective of, I know there is there is uh, a few vacation days coming up. Uh, I think we'll we'll I'll personally be working a, a few days between Christmas and New Year's. But um, you know, just thinking those things through and really. Also preparing for the new year, uh, thinking about you know what 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 will I get done now and what will I you know plan to to start off the, a new year with. So I really really think that through. So it will um, be kind of like a weekly weekly review plus. Yes, that's probably a good way to 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 say it. Um, and just a, a, a small recommendation from from my end, we recently did uh, record one of our Danish virtual meetups, and we had uh, English speaking participants join that show. Um, so we uh, recorded that. It's actually available on our website as well. So it's a two hour virtual meetup where we talk about the weekly review. Uh, I talk a bit about the basics. Then we had a surprise visit from none other than David Allen to. To give his perspective on some of these um, weekly review questions, and then we had four Danish GTDers talk a bit how talk a bit about how they do their weekly review, um, and I found it really interesting and inspiring. So uh, I wanted to be sure to mention that as well in this podcast. That as we talk about a more thorough weekly review, maybe there'll be some tips for you in in that episode. Exactly. So, but um, how do we find that? Uh, I'll recording? link to it in the show notes to make okay. sure that people can go and see it. it. It's on YouTube, so I'll just link to the website where we have the file embedded, and people can go in and watch it from there. Good. Great. What about you? Do you do any sort of special weekly reviews uh, as we approach uh, Christmas? Um, yeah, I've, you know, and from a work perspective. And from a work perspective, I, um, you know, the 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 time we are in now, where you are in the, you know. Late autumn, beginning winter here in Norway, we have our you know more hectic period of delivering seminars and uh, coachings. So the calendar is fairly full, which means I really need to set aside time to do mm. a re- good weekly review. So that's kind of like the, the name of the game or the name of the season is that you need to do more thorough weekly reviews. And and one of the things I've found very very you know good for me personally is that I. I lift my gaze further into the future. I don't stop at like mm-hmm. two, three weeks in, uh, in ahead of time, but I go to the you know the whole of December and the beginning of January to see how does it look, um, what do I need to prepare for. Have I forgotten something? Is something sneaking up on me? And um, yeah, so so for me the, the 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 thoroughness goes to lift my gaze further into the future um, to make sure nothing slips. Mm, yeah. So, so when we talk about uh, because we mentioned that briefly, but you do a weekly review or of sorts with your with your wife as well. Um, 
would that's you like true. to mention something about that? Sure. Yeah, of course. So, so that's one of the things that I really like to do around Christmas time. Um, and I believe you mentioned this in the podcast before as well. I have uh, twice a year, a really the biggest review I can possibly do with reviewing all of the different horizons and all of the commitments and really giving myself time to, to think these things through, um, and really try, especially around the, the Christmas time to, to stop and, and have this review with my wife and really think through the higher horizons where we're heading uh, all the way up to, you know, purpose, vision, really thinking those higher horizons um, and, and see what shows up. Um, maybe um, also reflecting a bit on the, the past year, see what we've committed to and, and completed. And uh, and also we, I do that from a work perspective as well, but but certainly with her and also looking what do we want to achieve in the, in the coming year. Mm. Um, so again, aligning on those higher horizons, bringing out that uh, find, finding the best bottle of wine we can find and when the boys are sound asleep then then sit down and really enjoy that and and i think we both really appreciate going through that and thinking these things through and you know it's nice to visualize and and realign and, and think about all the cool stuff that is hopefully heading our way and um, that's mm-hmm. uh, what we have on those lists and um, yeah it's 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 really an inspiring time yeah. Um, and a few tips uh, on that. Uh, we've already covered that really, or at least many of my, my, my tips, I think we covered in the pre-summer 2020 episode where we mm. talked about a half year review. So I think it's called a, a thank you uh, for the first year and a half year review, something like that. Uh, mm. You can find that they came out uh, in June, I think, of 2020. Mm. What about you? No, the, the only really um, reviewing my wife and I do it's because we we are we talk a lot about the future all the times so it's mm. because it's changing you know we have family in a different country and mm. uh, we have the corona coming and uh, worries about the family there and um, and, and a lot of things that we need to talk about which we talk about on a regular basis just because it's it's the nature of things now <laughs> and uh, the, um, the, 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 we don't do a yearly, weekly review uh, because we don't need to. But we do something that's kind of different is that we make, um, we take a big cardboard, um, we buy a big cardboard um, around, you know, A1 size, the big ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, we sit down with, or we sit down on each end, you know, one half is hers, one half is mine, in, you know, in a landscape position where we will go through, through um, uh, for instance, magazines and clippings. We go to the internet and make prints and then cut. Uh, um, what, we would, what, what do we want from 2021? Uh, you know, and, and you know, in case of what we do not want and what do we do want, so minus Corona, <laughs> back to business <laughs> normal, seeing people, and then what do we want for for 2021? It's kind of like a visual board of uh, decide outcome or a visioning for exactly for that year to come. And, mm. um, and that works really well for us. It gives us kind of a joint map, a joint way of discussing what do we want. It's kind of like um, a, um, the higher horizons for a year. Not goals mm-hmm. and targets, but what do we want for the next year. And that's been really valuable for us. And I, I, I think I mentioned this before, but this, this boarding uh, actually was my wife's idea. She's been doing this for years. 
And mm. uh, when we looked back at uh, the one that uh, was in for 2017, um, was the, which was the year that we, we met, uh, she had a, she wanted to meet the love of her life where she put um, um, <laughs> uh, a photo of some person she found in a magazine. He had a beard. And it doesn't, they did not look too far away from me, actually. So, <laughs> so when she found me, she knew she found the right person. <laughs> so that's kind of interesting. So that's for the weekly review part or the lifting, the, you know, looking at the high horizons we do. So. Mm, yeah. um, but we also do um, checklists. You do also checklists for, for Christmas, I guess. Um, can you say something about mm-hmm. your checklists? Yeah, sure. So, so a lot of this uh, stuff really shows up and and um, in in my weekly, uh, sorry, in my yearly checklist. So I have a yearly checklist where stuff that happens usually on a specific month every year. I wanna I wanna put that in there. So actually, we're we're taping this on November nine, and a week ago I, I did my um, sort of monthly review where I check this uh, yearly checklist, and um, uh, a lot of these things came up. So I have a lot of things that I do on a yearly basis, preparations for Christmas, um, that shows up on my projects list based on what was on that uh, yearly checklist. So all the projects of, you know, buying Christmas presents, uh, decorating the apartment for Christmas, uh, planning these uh, Christmas, yeah, we were talking about what what we should call these in English. It's uh, we would call them Juleklip in in Danish. Uh, um, I think, what would you call them in Norwegian? Juleverkstedt. Yeah, exactly. So so we just meet up with my my sister and her husband and, and their children and, and sit down and do some, you know, all cut some things um, that we can uh, put on the Christmas tree or, um, you know, just enjoy some uh, Christmas cookies or whatever it might be. Just, you know, mm-hmm. meeting with the, the family, uh, getting that planned as well. Um, planning to, you know, do some, some specific foods that we make around Christmas. That mm. also became a project for me. We do some, and this, this really underlines the, the Nordic part of the, <laughs> of this podcast. We have some, some special herring that we, uh, I like to make. It's a recipe for my grandmother and we, we always make that. So I'll, I'll make a batch in November and in December. Mm. So that's certainly on that list as well. Yeah. Um, and also New Year's Eve. That that's uh, we're hosting that this year, uh, different New Year's Eve than previously. But um, we're planning that as well. And then, and that uh, there's a checklist for that as well for sure. Uh, hmm. A lot of stuff that happens. A lot of stuff we want to get done. Some traditions we want to maintain uh, that we really enjoy with the people we celebrate the New Year's Eve with. And hmm. so that goes on my uh, on my list. Uh, yeah, and of course, if we were, you know, we 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 don't celebrate Christmas at home, but if we did, then we would certainly have a checklist for that as well, with all the cooking preparation and all the mm. other things that we want to have uh, ready for for that evening. Mm. What about you? Um, checklist for preparing for Christmas is very short because I don't have the kind of family that you have. We have different mm. family situations, so um, it's very short. It's, but it's more like for um, buying Christmas presents, which is a, a live list for me. I have one list that's called just Yulegavit, Christmas presents in Norwegian. And uh, where I will note down Christmas presents as they occur to me. You know, it's within budget. Some person said, oh, I like this. And if I understand mm-hmm. this person don't buy it themselves, I think that as a kind of like a hint. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> pay attention to what your wife says. <laughs> That's a good idea. 
and um, um, yeah, so so the, my my Christmas presents are already bought because I know what I want mm. to give people. So it's been ordered online, or I buy it throughout the year, and I make secret of them in the cabinet. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. <laughs> and um, there's a little note on what you said for your um, Jule clip and Jule Verkstedis Christmas workshop. This is, I think, a bit of a Nordic thing for those of you who are not uh, from the Nordic region. Is that we are very, uh, both Norwegians, Danes and Swedish, and I'm not sure for the Finns, uh, they're a little different. And the Icelandic people, I don't know very well. So, so, but but for the for the uh, the Scandinavians of us, we like to hygge us uh, or kuss us, as we would say in Norwegian. Mm. And and the way we do that in Nordic region is that we we meet up, we find an excuse to meet up and do something together. It's because the activity in itself is important. I don't know if you reflected on this, but. Um, mm. I think this is more or less uniquely uh, Norwegians that you don't invite. Well, you invite people for for dinners. Well, pre-corona and hopefully post-corona we will do this. But but uh, it's uniquely that we do things together. You know, like we get a, an excuse to meet, and, mm. um, and the activities in the, in the Nordic region is important. So okay, with that side notes, let's. Um, <laughs> Go back to, um, I have one thing is, that is on my, I don't know if I'm, I feel like I'm very old when I, I, I will tell you this, but I <laughs> still believe in Christmas cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I will write this year something like, I'm not sure, I think 60 cards at least mm-hmm. to friends, uh, family and to business associates, people we work with. And um, how do you write all this? And this personal cards is just not. It's not just like uh, Merry Christmas, best regards. And it's. I want to make it a little personal. Mm. And so the way I've um, handled this is to. Um, I made it. Of course, I made it into a project. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I uh, I have it as a, an optional action, but every week I need to write ten cards. And the way that I've done this on the practical note is that I put all the um, the card recipients into a spreadsheet. You have to have technology to do this because, <laughs> you know, manual lists are um, a hazard and very clumsy, I think. Um, but when I've done that, I make, um, I make the card, you know, the envelopes first. So I write uh, all the envelopes first. So I have a, mm. a stack of envelopes beside me now. And uh, if uh, I'm a little, you know, um, procrastinating or ready for do something different, <laughs> my brain is a little tired, I can look at just the, the recipient name and I will remember who is this and what does this person mean to me. And I can just write that card. It will take me like mm. maybe uh, three, four minutes to write it. And um, but then after I, you know, I've done something productive and every every week I write five no, sorry, 10 cards. And when that mm. uh, 10 cards have been uh, written, I can tick it off as done and then it shows up next week. How do you mm. handle Christmas cards? Do you, do you write them at all? Do you use them? Um, I, have, um, I have one on my list or one, one project to write to my uh, Norwegian family um, to, mm. to just send them a, a, a Christmas card. We've, we've done that uh, um, over the last couple of years, and I think we'll, we'll stick to that this year as well. So, so nowhere near the, uh, the amount that you are, are aiming for. 
Um, but um, yeah, like you said, or like we said in the beginning, we have a lot of other projects that will surely take up uh, a lot of time. Um, and just a note, you know, uh, I have the same Christmas idea list. I don't buy them at the time that, like like you've done, but I have that for, for we, we maintain that shared with my, my wife and I, uh, so we can both add to that list. And we also add our own things to, to that list so we know what we want as well uh, or what, wish that we might get for, for Christmas. <laughs> um, and then, um, you know, uh, uh, just also from a practical level, um, so I have one project called buy all those Christmas presents and I have in my support material I have the overview of who should we buy Christmas presents for so we again we have this in a shared system it's just a table in in OneNote uh, where we simply add the names of the people that we want to buy things for ideas that we might buy you know Christmas uh, gift ideas and whether we bought them or not so this is part of the part of the review that we then do on a weekly basis. My wife and I will review these uh, projects. Uh, a lot of agenda things really are, are in that, but that will automatically come up when we then review that uh, support material list to see whether we were on track or whether we needed to do something else or come up with other ideas or figure out what they might want for Christmas. You know, wh- whatever mm-hmm. it might be, all of that stuff shows up when we when we then have these um, these joint reviews. Mm-hmm. So the, la- the last thing I've noted down here is, um, and maybe we've we've touched on it, but uh, decorating at home, preparing for decoration mm. at home. And as I also told you in the pre-show, is that I have uh, a wife. Uh, she loves Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, Christmas has been uh, in this house for two weeks now with the Christmas <laughs> playlists on the Sonos <laughs> I mean, you you know, with the Sonos um, uh, sound system, you have, of course, speakers in every room and uh, everything goes uh, Christmas here. And I'm just trying to keep her from decorating the house because she wants to decorate the house now. (laughs) So that's how much she loves loves Christmas. And... um, and uh, she starts talking talk about the tree already and she wants to take out the, um, the, the Christmas lights and I'm trying to, <laughs> because in, uh, my wife has a different tradition and, um, you know, she's um, French-Turkish and, uh, and I think this may be the, the French part of her or Turkish part, I don't know, but loves decorating, <laughs> loves the, the good feeling of Christmas. And um, so, but um, she, and the, 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 the uh, thing here in Norway is that we have a tradition that you will not decorate a tree until the 23 of December, which is the day mm. before what, where we celebrate Christmas the 24th. I know the Americans celebrate the 25th, but we do the 24th. Haha, <laughs> we win. <laughs> but, <laughs> and others. <laughs> and others, yes. So, so by the 23rd, you would decorate the tree and uh, or and decorate the house, but this is way late here. So in this in our household, so and I don't need to to do anything because she she loves doing it and she don't want me to meddle with her Christmas decorations. So we have already have a couple of small Santa Clauses around, and she kind of sneaks them out and um, yeah. So. <laughs> I hear you saying you've delegated that project. I delegated the whole (laughs) decorating at home for 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 her, and and she loves it. So, who am I to 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 stop her? And uh, you know, I'm not into it like she is, and she loves it. So, go girl. 
This is how I think. <laughs> well, how yeah. do you do it at home? With you? Yeah, so for, for me, it is like I said, we have a project. Um, I've, um, you know, we would normally start decorating um, early December. So I've put that in the calendar. There's a Sunday uh, nearing December 1st, where I think we will probably spend some time during that day to, to do the Christmas decorations. Um, mm-hmm. But there are some preparations like finding out, you know, getting that all the, all the Christmas decorations uh, there right now, I think, in our summer house in the storage room that we have there so there is a bit of planning in it getting all that uh, back to the um, to the apartment and then also um yeah I, th- I think that's that's basically what we do so it's a pretty pretty straightforward um, project from that perspective and um yeah i don't uh, yeah my wife was pretty christmas happy as well and i think uh, just as much the the boys as we you know start to see um other uh, houses around the area starting to put out you know a santa or maybe a small christmas tree with some lights on there mm-hmm. they're starting to get pretty excited uh, as well so uh, uh i hope we can uh, can stick to that date so we get closer to december before we start putting out all the all the Christmas decorations. Yeah. And okay. other than that, I just, you know, um, and maybe that comes back to the thorough re- weekly review is to really, you know, maybe spend a bit of extra time clearing your mind, really doing a thorough, thorough mind sweep about all the stuff mm. that is going on. Again, mm. to really focus on on the, f- the the goal here, which was to to try to help you stay more present when it comes to, to Christmas, really enjoying it more, get all that stuff out of your head, into your trusted system, review it um, so so you know what's in there and, and hopefully you can can even enjoy Christmas more. Yeah, and, and one thing that I would like to touch on before we close this episode is that it is important for all, you know, to feel good about Christmas is that it might be good for you to visit your higher horizons if you have a Christmas tradition that you are not attracted to. You know, that we have this standard in Norway, you must make seven different kinds of cookies and cakes for Christmas. If not, you're not a good housewife or house, husband. And, and uh, this is, um, uh, maybe you don't want to bake at all and uh, you feel, you know, resistance to this and then ask yourself, why, why, why do mm. I have to make these cakes and cookies? And maybe you will uh, understand more th- thorough one, maybe because if you have resistance, maybe you don't want to make them. Maybe it's, you feel pushed by your, you know, your past, your your parents, and you don't want to make that. And you kind of like, you know, we talked about your inner five-year-old saying, no, I don't want to make that cake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to bake. Or, or maybe it will remind you of why you make it like, mm. maybe you will remember, yeah, because it's a good tradition. It's, uh, I can take the children with making this cake and we can have this, uh, Christmas feeling it's you know it's a good tradition to 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 have or maybe have not but if you visit your higher horizons if you have any resistance to anything you know related to to um, to Christmas I know a lot of people have you know a difficult relationship with Christmas especially if you're alone you don't have a family um, that could be a really a difficult time and ask yourself what do you want from Christmas and uh, f- not for, for Christmas for, but from Christmas the celebration is there anything you can um, do and should you visit your higher horizons to find out um, more about your motivation for Christmas and see if that would help you I don't know if you have anything mm. to add to this 
Yeah, no, that that, that makes that makes perfect sense. And and maybe one one last tip for me would be to to maybe use a natural planning model for Christmas yeah. uh, to think that thing through, just like you said, because that will also bring you into touch with with maybe higher horizons, maybe brainstorming yeah. some things that might not otherwise have shown up. Yes. So maybe a natural planning model would be a good place to start if mm. you don't already have these checklists and have thought these things through. Yeah. So, so the, the natural planning model in a nutshell is ask yourself, why are we doing this? And get to the real why. And what are the standards we need to adhere to, to for this to be good? What's our framework? What's our outer walls? Uh, yeah. Christmas tree needs to be two meters high, <laughs> green. <laughs> um, of this, it needs to be pine. Uh, um, cost no more than 300 kroner something like that i don't know but you you can mm. make all of these um, um just using the natural planning model for this and then how how what's the the wild success how does the vision look you know when you finish this beautiful tree decorated we all feel good and it smells christmas in the house something like that and that would mm. kind of reconnect you with uh, why are we doing this and um so a natural planning model is good. And we have an episode dedicated to this natural planning model. I, um, but I don't that know which one. True. Maybe you will, <laughs> you will link to that in the show notes. Yes, um, I will link to that in the show notes. And otherwise, also, it's uh, chapter three in the Getting Things Done book. Yeah, which is, yeah, read it, revisit the podcast, and plan your Christmas with a natural planning model. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, anything else you would like to add as a final off note? No, I think we we covered pretty much all we wanted to 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 get to. Uh, again, the, the purpose of this episode was really to hopefully help you um, enjoy the holidays even more, and and we hope that some of these things that we went through now will will help you do that. And as always, if that's the case, we we love to hear from you. So uh, there is the email in the show notes podcast at gtdnordic.dk. Um, if you have any feedback on this episode or ideas for future episodes, you know, you can, can let us know uh, via that email address. It reaches both of our inboxes. And other than that, we always wrap up these episodes by reminding you to head on over to gcdnordic.com, where you will find links to the country websites for each of the Nordic countries. And from there, you can find articles about GCD, links to the newsletters, groups on social media, where natives from each of those countries discuss GCD. And of course, you can find all of our offerings regarding speeches, coaching and seminars, both virtual and physical. And as mentioned in the beginning, we really uh, hope that you find these episodes valuable. And if you do, we appreciate if you can, you know, maybe share the episode or <clears throat> share the podcast uh, with a colleague or perhaps rate us on iTunes. Again, it really helps discoverability and helps more people discover and learn GCD. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And um, while preparing for Christmas, remember to breathe remember to remember why you make this and um, hopefully you will have um, a great uh, time preparing for christmas and well thank you everybody for listening Uh, um, until next time stay safe stay productive and have a great great winter bye everyone bye bye